this is Lisa Blythe, and coming up on this edition of the Daytona Scene Podcast, we talk about the Halifax Art Festival as well as the first Volusia Veg Fest. Plus, festival season does continue, and we have the Greek Festival coming up this weekend at St. Demetrio's Greek Orthodox Church. Plus, Veterans Day festivities, walks, runs, and of course, lots of holiday activities on the horizon. It's all coming up right here on the Daytona Scene Podcast. The Daytona Scene Podcast. Al Smith here with Lisa Blythe. Hello. Hello. You beat me to the hello. We are uh, on number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number so nine. cue the producer to play number nine. Number nine. Number Pretty nine. exciting. We're going to be in double digits soon. Yes. If we make it to next week. Well, that's always the if. It's always the if. <laughs> right. Well, first, I, out of the bat, I got to say, I'm uh, not that you need my. <laughs> My support and my congratulations, but you did an awesome job with Veg Fest. I was, uh, I was, I knew it was going to be good. If you if you haven't heard about this event, you did this past week on uh, Dorman Brewery, and, and it was the first of its kind. And, In the uh, area, yes, first that we did our yeah. group, Volusia Vegans. Yeah. And what I discovered first of all. Going to the event and seeing several people on my way in, they look just like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have like weird things growing no. from us to no. be vegans. And you're not skinny as a rail people or anything, you know. I'm being a smart aleck. Yeah. But, but I, I, yeah. I, I, I was really impressed with the quality and the quantity of people that showed up and the amount of vendors you had. And as somebody who runs events, most importantly, was... Uh, Everybody that was selling something was really busy, yeah. if not almost out of whatever it is they were selling. Most of the vendors sold out before yeah. it ended. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, that's a problem. It is a, in a first-year event, it's a very good problem. Yeah. Well, part of it was I didn't know how to anticipate the crowd size. So I tried to base on what we – our wildest dreams were 250 people. Several of the vendors said, based on their stats and their metrics that they usually follow for these types of events, they think we had close to 600 people over the course of yeah. the time. So, and that was Wild Rabbit, who does this a lot, uh, the t-shirt company, who, mm-hmm. two, two of the shirt companies said that they made more at our event than they did at the Central Florida Veg Fest, which supposedly brings in 7,000 people. Whoa. But there's less competition, right. and they only had two shirt, two shirt companies, so... I was really excited about that. Yeah. I think one of the other, um, some of, some of the vendors said that what they liked about it was that it was smaller, but also that it was at a brewery. Yeah. That that made a difference that the fact that, um, people could walk around and drink. Cause a lot of times they're in these festival parks and yeah. there's no alcohol. Mm-hmm. And they, I think the folks at Ormond Brewing really liked it too. Cause I was told, and I just don't know if, I mean, it just doesn't sound right, but that they went through 16 kegs. Really? That seems like a lot to me. That sounds high. But um, they were really happy. They were very, very busy the whole time. So busy that Gilbert was working and Lindsay and I was bringing them food. <laughs> yeah. Because they couldn't leave the bar. Well, I couldn't get, um, fortunately, I was in a hurry to get to another event, but it was uh, it was hard to get to the beer. 
you know, mm-hmm. so they were definitely could have used more help, but that's yeah. who knew. Right. right. Yeah. It was really exciting. And, you know, I think most of the people who came that I spoke to anyway, were not vegan. They were vegetarian or right. like we like to say veggie curious. Um, so they wanted to just see what it was like. Some just happened to see a crowd and pulled in. Well, I was talking to Joanne Steely today at um, Natural Concepts. Concepts. Yes. And, uh, you know, as I told her, it's like, man, I'm definitely not a vegan, but I like good food, right? If you can do flavor profiles and the food tastes good and it's filling, um, and it, hot food's hot, cold food cold, then you know what? That's, I don't, doesn't have to be a meat product, you know what I mean? So that's what's good is that you've got so many, what I've noticed is there's a lot more choices, right? And there's a lot more people experimenting and, of course, the idea of making only hot, like vegan hot dogs, mm-hmm. all plant based, right? Right. And there are some that use different types of manufactured products, like you've heard the Beyond Burger and the Impossible yes. Burger. And to say something is vegan doesn't mean you're saying it's healthy. You know, that might be a, a misconception that's a, that people that's a good have. Point. Um, the Knocker Tots is tater tots with a bunch of stuff on it. You know, so there were quite a, there were some fried foods there, but it was also Pravanti's Kitchen, which had um, Indian food. And there was a, I think yeah. there's some moose or fly. Now, see, the tater tot bread. thing caught my eyes. I was like, I can eat tater tots and feel like it's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's still tater tots, you know, and the burgers and the, especially the, the dogs, anything fried is still fried, but at yeah. least you're not getting the animal fats, right. which for some people, depending on your genetic makeup can really have an impact on your blood flow and, and a lot of other things in your body. So you won't get as much animal cholesterol, but you're still getting fried food. There's still grease. There could still be a lot of sugar if you're yeah. you know, for some of the cookies, but you're not getting animal products. So we had a great a response. And what's exciting is we a lot of people want us to do it again yeah. and more than one time a year. So we're looking at alternatives of what we can do, how we can expand it, maybe grow it, um, still keep uh, that intimate feel because it, it yeah. was a nice crowd. You know, I think it'd be interesting to try that, um, you know, maybe the idea maybe a different name but the similar thing at the when they moved the farmers market yeah to the um well to your mm-hmm. <laughs> to your to back, my street to your street i know they're moving it to my street well i we definitely want to have a volusia vegans table there just because part of us is also outreach and most of our we had a how to like a, a veggie start a vegan startup from PETA, some of the handouts you know cuz it's part of an educational mm-hmm. event too that's that's the mission of our organization yeah. is to educate people on the benefits of veganism not just from the what you eat but the impact of what you eat on society what you purchase you know sustainable environmentally sensitive cruelty free products right. as a whole so if you did it the farmers market let's say you know you don't you can't do it every week you got to do it like quarterly or just try one time and see but you could have you know you could have a beer stand out there and yeah a uh, little music, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was, it well, was I appreciate really it. As a person who does a lot of events, it's an, yes. it is a very nice compliment to hear. That, no, and I, that well, we, it's true. And, and the, all that said, but just like the Art Fest, you know, one of the biggest things you had was really good weather. Yeah. That makes uh, makes or break an event so many ways. I it, think you had a great event anyway, but the fact the way that weather broke this week, weekend, this past weekend, was really critical to um you know getting people i think people were ready to get out you know what i mean it was like ready to 
because it's been such an iffy. Yeah. Sunday was, I think, better for the, I went to the Art Fest, which I know you yeah. were there on Sunday, and that was very nice in the morning. Even with the time change, you know, it always affects us a little bit when yeah. the time changes. I prefer the early, lighter in the morning. So I'm happy about the time, back to where it should be. I'm not, I'm not usually happy, but I got to tell you, gaining that hour. <laughs> that night was nice. After, uh, yeah. So, no, the Art Fest was great. I'd say it was the, this is my 21st year. Wow. Shows I'm old. You can drink at the Art Fest now. Yeah. Drink, bring your dogs. You can do all kinds mm-hmm. of things. Um, anyway, it was a, I, and I talked to the organizers. There's a great team of people that put together. I handle the, the food vendors and help them with that end of it. So, it's, you know, my involvement's fairly minimal compared to the others from the Museum of Arts and Sciences. That's who, the, all the money they raise goes back to the museum, the guild, which is the volunteer fundraising arm of, of that um, the museum is who's put puts it on and has for 57 years right so but uh, that I'm, I, I don't know the numbers yet but I know they must be big and I know that the artists the majority of my artists were real happy just a lot you know they had good sales I know my food vendors were happy I just for my own being down there all these years is that was uh, you know both days usually you get if the weather's good Saturday will will up and be big and then sunday will be kind of soft um but not this year it was both days were yeah well i, I really talked to good. some of the, the restaurants uh, including dancing avocado kitchen yeah and sweet marley's and she said they both said they had a, a spectacular crowds on saturday but also sunday was looking good that yeah. they beat last year's numbers yeah. but i think it rained one of the days last year i couldn't remember it did yep saturday last year saturday was iffy and then sunday was just crazy big but this year was yeah. both days were, were good and um chef papa said so then i love it when they're all open on sunday yeah. i told him you guys should always be open on sunday yeah. but eventually when we get more folks living and moving around downtown sunday mornings maybe we'll see more storefronts open that's a goal now, that's always something that people talk about that you know like wanting downtowns in any city one to be open Sundays are to be open late night. And what you got to remember a lot of times, and I always fought for that and I always got frustrated with people who wouldn't because I always did. But the other side of that is a lot of these businesses are, are family run until you, you know, everybody wants one day off and you can't really afford to pay somebody, you know, to right. go there. So that's yeah. the other end of that. But So that was a good festival weekend. And this coming weekend, we have another festival with the Greek festival yes. happening at St. Demetrius Church. Yes. Are we heading down there? Absolutely, got it. If nothing else, you know, you got. I do a, a gyro drive by. <laughs> you say gyro is gyro, it? Gyro, hero. hero. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> I always say that wrong. Hero. Yes. What else you say? Hero. He, well, hero. So hero? like the the G is sort of like a he- hero. <laughs> I don't know. I have so many Greek friends. You think I would know that yeah. by now? But I don't. But then they have, and then of course they got the healthy options. Yeah. <laughs> A few. They have a, a they, last year they did a few things yeah. that were vegan. Yeah. And the cookies. And the, yeah. No, they have a lot, a lot of fun. Of, right. Fun. And the performances. I love watching yes. all the dancing. Yes. And that, that is actually a four day festival, isn't it? Doesn't it start it does, on Thursday, Thursday through Sunday? On November the 7th. And, and you know, I, I, like I said, I know several of the people, and it's just it's like some of these, some of these Greek women have been making, you know, like the, 
Baklava. Baklava are, are the um, grape leaves or the, they, they've been, and they make thousands and thousands. I mean, they, you know, they show up in that kitchen and they put all that effort in. It's the major fundraiser for that church. And it's, a, it's pretty amazing the commitment they get from that community. Yeah, and the turnout. The yeah. turnout. Yeah. yeah. And I like the location because I can walk or ride my bike there too. Yeah. Because parking is, is kind of, there's some parking around, but it's, there's yeah. not a huge parking lot there across the street. Yeah, I think I it's mean, where you the, can park. Right. And then they shuttle people in and out. And yeah. Yeah. But they, of course, they make a lot of money on their parking lot for bike week. Oh. Oh, that's good. Like that's good. Fast. Well, we, you know, and we did have a guest on a couple of weeks ago talking about the Raker Dance Group putting together the Rock the Yellow Brick Road Wizard of Mixology. Yes. So I am going to be putting together a beverage for this. Oh. For this event. It's on November the 9th, which is Saturday night, and it'll be at the Ormond Beach Airport on Airport. Airport Road, 92 Hangar Way. And then the winner gets to have their beverage on the Hard Rock um, menu, wow. the drink menu for three months, as well as to be part of their performances on November 22nd and 23rd for the uh, Rock the Yellow Brick Road performance. Yeah. So I'm making something, and this is going to be for Southern Title, which is the company I work for when I'm not doing vegan so stuff you, or can podcasts. You, can you give us some... Do you know what you're doing yet? Well, I'm going to use, because it's Southern Title, I'm going to use Southern Comfort, I thought. That's very clever. Yeah. So I'm still working on the concoction, and I've reached out to some of my good friends. Well, it's kind of sweet, friends. so yeah. you, you got to kind of go, you know. I got to cut it a little bit. You got to cut it with something. Mm -hmm. You don't need more sweet. Maybe some something bitter. <laughs> Okay, arsenic. No, <laughs> let's let's find. I'll, I'll work on something. So that'll be kind of fun. So that's the plan for Saturday night. And you know what else is going on this week? This is coming up on Thursday. Is Family Renew Community is going to have a fundraising event? Artists with Hearts of Gold at the Casements. And I don't know. If this is the first time they've done this, but this is the first one. time I've ever heard of it. They'll have professional and emerging artists selling their work, music, some hors d'oeuvres, beverages, including beer and wine. It's from 5.30 to 8 at the Casements on, on Thursday night. You're sure getting all artsy up in Ormond. Uh, yeah, that's cool. kind of nice. Yeah. And there's a couple walks this weekend as well. So before you start walk. eating a lot of the Greek food that's delicious, you can do the um, walk to end Alzheimer's. It'll be at Riverfront Park on Saturday morning oh, that's at 8. A, you know, that's a big one. Everybody, you'll, you'll see a lot of purple. Yeah. Everybody wears purple. And then also the 18th annual Halifax Health Hospice 5K run and walk will be at the uh, amphitheater in Port Orange. Oh, very cool. So that's some opportunity. Get up early, get some exercise in, and then go eat at the festival. So random random thought I just want to share with you. So you said Halifax Hospice, which reminds me of my dad. And my dad would have been 86 this week. Fortunately, died about 12, year, 12 years ago in September. And he was the he was a driving force behind getting Halifax Hospice started. Oh wow! Yeah. Nice. Yeah, my dad was uh, you know an oncology doctor. He was actually the first on full time oncologist. And it sounds so weird now to say that because, of course, I remember when he told us he was an oncologist. I couldn't even say the word. I didn't even know what he was talking about. Now, of course, you know the word so well, right? But he was a Who's kind of the driving force, and I'd put something on Facebook about that, and somebody went on and had written, reminded me of that, you know, and 
private message me about how important he was to that. Just so when you said that, it made me think of, of it. Yeah. Well, it's going strong. This is 18 years later uh, that they're having this, this 5k run and walk to raise funds, you know, and my dad actually was in hospice right before he died a couple years ago. And I was just amazed at how well they treated Isn't not it? just the patient, but also the family who are also their yes. patients because you don't know what's going on or what's going to happen or how to handle it. And they're just, 24 seven right there helping yeah. you. Yeah. And then my, to that point, my dad, same thing is uh, full circle. That's who we had come into to the house. Um, you know, right before his death, it was really only a couple of days didn't, didn't last long in hospice, but it was like I said, I mean, I knew, I mean, I was out preaching hospice. I was helping to raise money for hospice. So I didn't really know much about hospice. And then when, uh, you know, he went through it, I really, um, like you said, it's just amazing. The, the quality of care and the, you know, the care, the word care, the, you know, and, and the, and I thought about how do you deal with that on a daily basis? But when you get to know these people and kind of take a look back at it, you go, it's, it's probably a fairly rewarding, you know, job. Yeah. When, when it's, Definitely very caring people. Do. So yeah. that's a, a good opportunity. Also, it's Veterans Day next Monday. That's right. And there will be a dedication ceremony at Veterans Park in the city of Daytona Beach Shores Community Center on Saturday, November 9th. So this weekend, there are quite a few Veterans Day events. Yeah. And I on. saw on the Ormond Bridge, they've got uh, pictures of veterans. At first, I wasn't sure what that was. I was like, what? oh, yeah, Veterans Day. Oh, when you drive over? Yeah, yeah. you know, the flags. It was mm-hmm. kind of a... Oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't been I've up never there. I've seen that huh? before. That's cool. Cool. So there is something new going on that starts in the downtown-ish area that I had not heard of before. Have you ever heard of the Volusia Comedy Bus Tour? No. Okay, so Drafts and Laughs is putting this together. The first stop is at McKay's. There's three shows, three venues, and you meet at Tiernanog on Beachside. On ISB. And then you travel to three different locations. You start at Tiernanog, you're just getting on the bus there. Your first stop, you go to McKay's, there's a show at 7 o'clock, and then you you get back on the bus, you go to the Abbey Bar in DeLand, at nine, and then back to Tiernanog for the final show at eleven. And the headliners are Rouse Paget's comedy, Maurice, uh, Marcus Crespo, and Sabrina Ambra. So they ride the bus with you. You'll be entertained oh, the whole time on the bus. Yeah, and uh, there'll be Lagunitas beer along the way, and there's also freestyle rap with a gentleman named Isaac Knox. Complete night of laughs. It's a forty-five dollars in advance, fifty-five day of show. Isn't that kind of fun? That's a full experience. So you get on the bus, you listen to comedy at three different locations. Now, if you just want to go to the Abbey Bar and hear one of the acts, you can do that. Or just go to McKay's or just go to Tiernanog. But I'll be interested to find out how how that goes. Because you don't have to worry about driving either, right? You leave your car at Tiernanog and somebody else is taking you the whole way. So you might have a couple of beverages, have some laughs. So it's drafts and laughs. It's kind of like a big Uber yeah. And you get to laugh. The whole yeah. Time. Like oh, that was kind of a great idea. i never heard of that before. I know. That's right. So other events happening this weekend. The Museum of Arts and Sciences is having a pop art, op art event with, you know, Andy Warhol. Yeah. You know, that era of uh, the Campbell Soup Can and Rusted Metal, a lot of optical illusions that'll be going on at uh, the Museum of Arts and Sciences this weekend. And did you know, this is another comedy thing I didn't know. There's a Bonkers Comedy Club at the museum. No. 
Since when? Carmen Valone is going to be performing. Well, Bonkers kind of does it now. It's sort of like a pop-up comedy, uh, so they'll okay. go places. So the, on, on Thursday night from 6 to 8, Carmen uh, Valone is going to be performing there at the Root Family Auditorium, 18 and older. Nice. So it's popping up at the museum, so you can laugh at some art and laugh at some comedy. <laughs> and both art and comedy, in my opinion, are uh, better with the... Couple better glasses with, of wine. With a couple beer, glasses of wine. And, yeah. and both a little misunderstood because you just don't know. Some people like things that are something, think things are funny that you might not. Yeah. And think things are beautiful art that you might not. Also at the, uh, and you had mentioned to me that you wanted to go to this, the second Saturday laser rock concert yeah. at the Lowell and Nancy Lohman Family Planetarium is going on this weekend as well with the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, and Queen is a new show. Wow. So seven, eight, and nine. In that order, and who? Beatles. Oh, Beatles start at seven. Then you have Laser Zeppelin, then Laser Queen. Mm. Right. And one other thing at the museum, because we're talking about the Laser Rock show and the Planetarium, a rare transit of Mercury is happening on Monday night from eight to one o'clock in the morning. So you can go and use for free their um, amazing. the planetarium to look up and see all of this. This Mercury is actually going to be moving between oh. the Earth and the Sun over the course of six hours, traveling at 106,000 miles per hour, but far away. You know, it looks a little bit different. Wow. But the, they'll be open and have a live stream during the entire transit period as a live as well as a live show. So that's kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah, if you want to be a stargazer, I do. <laughs> I, got, I haven't done that yet. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, that's a pretty pretty amazing place. Yeah, they got so much going on, and uh, like I said, the art fest we just had helps raise money to make all that to possible. keep that going, right? Get right. those prices down so you mm-hmm. can afford it. Did yeah. you get STEM Fest? Did you know about STEM Fest? I did. It might this might, it, but you got to tell me more about it. I remember looking at it. Well, it's uh, second year they're doing it out at the at the at municipal stadium, right? So students of all ages. Um, and they go out there and they just got all kinds of things. So help me with STEM. It's science, technology, engineering, engineering and, and math. math. It needs the E, the A for art. Yeah, because no, it's the only one I would have a <laughs> shot at, personally. But this is pretty cool. I mean, because they got like the making robots and doing all kinds of things. They got they're doing a, a multi GP drone national championship finals will be um, on showcase there. Um, and all these different companies come out with all you know all this cool stuff, and then they, it's interactive, so the kids can 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 do this it's from nine a.m. to three p.m. at the um, at the stadium, so at Thursday, the Daytona Friday. Stadium, or yes, at the Municipal Stadium. Okay, out, right. Uh, okay, LPGA. So that's pretty cool. That's from uh, n- uh, both nine to three on uh, Thursday and Friday, seventh and eighth this week. So go out. You know what? And if it's just kind of Here's what I say about things like that is if you just go out and hang out with young people and, and you see how engaged they are and see how smart they are and how they take the technology and things like this that, that we struggle with, makes you feel better about the world and where it's headed, you know, because sometimes all we hear about is how, you know, the troubled kids or the bullies or the, I mean, and also those are all issues, but it's just kind of cool to hear about stuff like, you know, and go out and see it and be part of yeah. it. So, um, I know uh, Dean O'Brien heads. You know he runs the stadium out there. I know that was this is one of the 
visions he had when he first took that over and just take that whole big football field and it's just full all the way around it all kinds of things wow Very a lot of inventive and innovative kids in town huh that's what i'm trying to say yeah exactly. that's exciting yeah so it's very cool so i guess there's not a uh, bethune cookman football game this weekend or maybe that you said that was thursday yeah thursday friday yeah so there could be saturday but i know that they, it's very important to the stadium that they um that they do that that they engage the kids and of course they have all the I guess football season's over for high schools. I guess that is now. Yeah, they're going into playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. That's right. So, and if you want to do something inside, uh, Cinematique, which is our favorite downtown movie theater, has a couple films, including Pain and Glory, which was a Cannes Film Festival winner for Best Actor Antonio Banderas. And it tells the story of an experience by a film director in... um, in Spain, in, in Madrid, falling in love, love lost story of the uh, 80s. So, I like Ante- Antonio Banderas. He's yeah. kind of a cool guy. And also this weekend, they have a series of film fests at Cinematique. And this weekend is one that has been going on for several years now. The Jewish Federation of Volusia and Flagler are going to be having a festival from Saturday through Sunday. They got three different films showing uh, during the course of the weekend. Oh, very good. At, at Cinematique. And the Daytona Playhouse continues with Over the River and Through the Woods. And we mentioned Memorial uh, Veterans Day, but coming up on Monday, there is an annual Veterans Day tribute at the Orman Memorial Art Museum and Gardens. And um, Colonel retired Colonel Hal Kushner will be speaking. Oh, he yeah. was also you know, at the Speedway over the summer when, when they had their Yes, the race and, and spoke there, but he served in Vietnam and he was on that Vietnam special that was on PBS. Yeah. If you ever got to see that. Quite Dr. Hal Kushner, yeah. He, well, he's an amazing guy and uh, was a, a, a neighbor of mine and a dear friend of my father's. They actually were both in the army. My dad was a doctor and he was the, when he first came back, my dad actually um, saw him when he came back to Tripler hospital in Hawaii. And then, Ended up that he was from the Daytona Beach area. We ended up being neighbors, and they were good friends. He actually gave my dad's eulogy. Dr. Oh, Hal Kushner, yeah. yeah. He's a Spanky. Spanky? Uh, That's yeah, his that nickname? His nickname was Spanky. Yeah, he oh. was, uh, oh, he's still practicing. He's still all he, oh, the hell he went through in captivity, and he went on to live a very prosperous and fruitful life. He's done great eye doctor, just um, still working. Still practicing, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Traveling. I keep up with him on Facebook. He's a good man. Well, we do without keeping up I with people know. on Facebook, right? <laughs> yeah. Despite all the issues with Facebook, it's still a know, great place to keep up with people. Remind me to share, show you the pictures of my grandkids this past week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dressing <laughs> up for Halloween? That and, and then my, my youngest one, Ben's uh, birthday, just turned three. They're just too cute at that age, you know? Wow. Hey, before I forget, our, uh, our, our engineer and our friend, uh, Bob, Bobby Vickery, uh, he and his wife, um, Katie, both very talented uh, musicians. They are putting together at their church this uh, this weekend, both days, both sorry, the 8th and the 9th, Friday, Saturday, um, Kingdom Family Church on Ridgewood Avenue, across from the Eye Center, if you know where that is. Um, five churches coming together um, and playing music. I love Christian. Good Christian music to me is that I, I really enjoy it. It's a, it, and they do a really good job with it. So they've got some nationally recognized people and it's all for free. Um, 
which represents the coming together of around five different local churches to share in a weekend of Christian music. So I encourage you to get out and support that. Uh, it's free, but you can get a ticket or you know get a pass at eventbrite.com under Tuned In. It's the, the events called Tuned In Weekend of Worship. So support Bobby. Nice. He does a great job. Yeah. Nice. He's a very talented guy. And let's hope what this recording was. works because he's not here today. Yes, I, exactly. I was responsible for pushing the button. So <laughs> yes. let's hope it all works out for let's the best. Hope it's kind of hey, if I'm going to talk about a couple things coming up that I'm involved in. And um, I think it's kind of exciting. A lot of exciting things happening uh, in the city of Daytona Beach. Um, sometimes you might not know it by what you see on Facebook or what the newspaper's saying. But um, um but one of the first things that coming up on on the 23rd, November 23rd, the Saturday before Thanksgiving in downtown Daytona Beach, working with my brother at Angel and Phelps, we're going to do a, um, we're calling it Sweet Saturday. So on that Saturday from 1 to 5 for $15, you will get, uh, I've got about, I think we're up to about 18 different merchants participating. You go in, it's kind of like the wine and chocolate walk without the wine, and you go in and each place is going to have a great sampling a lot of them are going to have Angel and Phelps. Some of them are going to have their own, but it's all going to be very good. Be well worth uh, your time and money that you invest. And each one of these places is going to be having some type of special thing to offer, as well as the chocolate. Um, special you know, thing like a food? Like a deep discounted food or deep discounted um, uh, whatever products they sell. I've got you know some jewelry stores involved. They're all going to have some type of discount. And uh, you can go check this event out at... Uh, uh, Sweet Saturday uh, on Eventbrite, too. So that's going to be a great event. Look forward to doing that. And then I just came from a meeting uh, with the Main Street Merchants. And Lisa, you might want to mark this down because this is news. Starting on the 30th, every Saturday, starting on the 30th of November through New Year's Eve, it's going to snow on Saturday night. Wow, on Main We're Street? Make it snow We're going on to have Main Street. snow. I can wear my muffler and it's boots. That's right. Yeah, we, I mean, we, yeah, we're gonna make it snow. Impossible's gonna happen. And the other cool thing is, we are lighting forty-one palm trees from A one A to Peninsula. So every tree, every palm tree from A one A, which is forty-one to Peninsula, will be lit. And then all the stores are participating in a, a, a holiday decoration contest. So the, all the stores are gonna be lit up. And then we're going to have, of course, the, the 30th is part of the light-up of Alusha that's going to happen at the Ocean Center, and that's also going to coincide on Main Street. And then, of course, New Year's Eve on the on the 31st. But then the week, 10 days before that, on the 21st, Saturday the 21st. Of December, December we're into now. It's the Bad Santa pub crawl. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so do we dress up as Bad, bad Santas Santa. or Bad right. Elves? That's right. We'll, have, uh, we'll be giving out uh, cups for your libation and a uh, hat, a Santa hat. And then, you know, we'll let you loose and have some fun. But I've talked to a lot of people that really like this idea because this will be past the, um, you know, your your company Christmas. And most people will be past their shopping or they'll be like me. They haven't started. Yeah, it could be their shopping night. <laughs> it could be a shopping How night. How would you like a Santa hat or a cup? So, you know, you got some cool bars on Main Street. They're all going to mm-hmm. be all in. And, of course, you have all those trees lit. It's going to snow that night, too. And so it's going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm really I'm really excited and proud to be part of this group because Main Street 
and rightfully so it takes a lot of you know a lot of people got it's kind of can be that street can be kind of hard and, and difficult and people don't feel safe but i can tell you what we're going to do for the month of december is going to is really going to change the way people's if they go down there will change the way they see it they'll see it in a different light well that's exciting to be bringing all these activities for the whole month really six weeks down to the uh, main street area yeah i think it's going to be really cool and uh, i have to say both the city uh and helping with pay for those lights and the county which they have a lot on uh, wild olive and maine which is across the bank of blues club if give you an idea um and they've they're lighting up that we're going to have santa that night of the 30th over there as well so it's a a lot of stuff going on. Very yeah. uh, hasn't happened before. I can tell you that. You know, you it's all thought, brand new. Yeah, right. Exactly. So when is the lighting of the tree at Ocean Center? That good. Good question. That's the thirtieth as well. Okay. So we're kind of tagging on to their event. Um, they'll do that first, and then we'll encourage people to head on down Main Street and and see the snow. Yeah, because you know it seems like when Thanksgiving is the last week of the month, like it is this year, because. It's always the fourth Thursday, and because Friday was November 1st, the first Thursday was the 7th. So you're starting really Christmas shopping later. So yeah. you have only four, less than, well, four, less than four weeks, yeah. really, to get your Christmas shopping in. So it's good that you have all these events to get people down to purchase from their local merchants. Right. And isn't it typically, is it the day after? So Thanksgiving is Thursday, Friday is Black Friday. Which now seems like it's creeping into Thursday, but Saturday is the small business Saturday. Yeah, that, correct. Right, that's the yeah the first right. Yeah, December first or or thirtieth. Would it be the thirty? Yeah, the thirtieth, November thirtieth mm-hmm. is small business Saturday. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, you're right. I was back. That's right. And we backed up anyway. Yes, you're right. Thirtieth. So that's a great opportunity to come downtown. Yes. And they have a, well, on downtown, I, I have nothing to do with this, but and I know it's going to be great as they're having a Christmas parade on, which they haven't had I in a long time. I saw the signage, Holly Jolly signage, yeah, which will 14th. be on the 14th, okay, down Beach Street. Now, is that something that used to happen a long time ago? It did. And it kind of really got kind of lame. <laughs> oh. I can say Which that. is why it ended. So it's coming yeah. back big and strong. Yeah, the cities, but they've... I. From what I've heard and seen and talked to people at the city, they're on it. They're going to make it happen, and good for them. And then That's the exciting. seventh week, I know we're jumping already yeah. on the seventh. So take like notes. This. Yes. <laughs> so the let's let's go in order, okay? So the twenty third, it will be Sweet Saturday. Sweet Saturday. The thirtieth will be uh, a small business Saturday, but also will be the day of a light up Volusia as well as snowing on Main Street. And there will be a decoration contest you can vote on. And then the next week would be, what do we say, was the the 7th. I'm checking out my calendar. Yes, the 7th will be the um, um, boat parade. The 7th is the boat parade, which takes off from Halifax Marina. Yes. It's on the 7th. Very cool. Right in your backyard. And then the 14th. Is the parade. Mm, downtown parade, yes. And there's also the Geminid meteor showers <clears throat> peaking that day. My my <laughs> ast- astronomy app yes. is telling me that. And well, the, the showers tw- will come out the next week on the right. 21st for the Bad Santa pub crawl. Right. And the, while well, the Ursids meteor showers is, is the winter solstice, which is Bad Santa, right? December oh, 21st. There you go. Right. And then the 28th. We didn't think of it, but maybe we did. What We're going to... 28th we're still going to have snow the 28th yes. which is the weekend before the That's new right. year 
And wow. Then, and then New Year's Eve. My my Saturday dance card is full. I'm telling you, you gotta. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Save up. Yeah. yeah. And then are we, uh, is it is it still contemplated to start moving the farmer's market to Magnolia? Yes. On uh on Saturday or Friday nights, right? Friday nights. Will that begin with I January? Date yet? They don't know. Okay. Yet. No, they're still figuring that mm-hmm. out. But it will happen, hopefully soon. Right. That's the plan. And speaking of downtown, you and I talked a little bit earlier about this. I received an email that was uh, talking about asking folks who live and work and play downtown to address an, an email to the mayor regarding their thoughts on the on the. Uh, all the activity that's going to be happening with the streetscape renovation, the widening, the creating a destination rather than the thoroughfare we that currently exists on beach street. Yeah, it's the widening of the sidewalks um, and the, the, the better connection between the, the business side and the park side, which is all going to c- coincide very well with the park. The, here's the part about all this, Lisa. I think people can't wrap their heads around and it's hard. To, under, to visualize it yet, but what they're going to do to that park in the next two years, it's going to take about that long to do it. $15 million worth of trees and plants and gardens and just, you know, walkways and water features. Water too, features. Think thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, is just, it's stunning. And it's going to be a destination in of itself. And so, when we first came up with this plan 10 years ago, we thought we might have $2 million to, on the park to make it connect to the other side. Now there's $20 million. It makes even more sense. But there's with any with any kind of change and, the, and fear of the unknown and some of the projects that, that we've been through uh, in the last couple of years, Orange Avenue and, of course, the Orange Avenue Bridge, uh, people – are are concerned and, and are nervous and are, you know merchants are worried about things but what what i always tell people you got to understand about that this particular project on the widening of the sidewalks is that there's no underground work going to be done this is all cosmetic so there's not what happened on orange avenue is they started digging you know below the concrete of the of the road and they found things nobody knew it was underneath so a lot of problems came and this really um shouldn't have or won't have any of those types of um problems so there's uh what you're referring to is article in the paper uneasy street and all this you know there's always a few people that who don't never showed up to any meetings and never got involved in anything and parked their car right in front of their business and don't want change of any kind you know seem to garner the most attention because they're yelling the loudest, not that they have the most information. And that's kind of where we're at. So this is an effort to, if you, if you have, if you're listening to our podcast and you have a, a thought on the streetscape renovation and in, in the plan to email mayor Henry, he, he's really interested yes. in, in uh, area feedback. Sounds yeah. like, yes, because it is, is the dissension that was reflected in the article in the newspaper, uh, a majority opinion, or is it? And I think that's what he's trying to ga- gather, right? And the whole commission, I'm sure, wants to know that. Yeah. Is it a majority opinion, or is this just a few um, descenders? Yeah. People who aren't interested. Well, I can tell you what I know to be true is the majority of the stakeholders who have owned property and businesses in the downtown for, um, you know, the last decade or more, uh, 
I would say 80%, 90% of them totally enthusiastically support this project, even some people who who I vehemently disagree with, and they disagree with me on just about anything, <laughs> agree on this one. Well, isn't so, that nice when you can find something that somebody you always disagree with, you almost, can uh, find something to agree on? That, that, see? Yeah. So maybe this will bring us all together in a, a kumbaya moment. Well, it'll bring us together in the sense of uh, it'll make one side of the street feel closer to the other. And, and one mm-hmm. of the things that people say to me, it's like, well, what about the Votran bus? What about deliveries? What about, uh, well, and there's a lot of people that want to get from point A, which is, uh, you know, it, it involves going, you know, east, north to south through the downtown. It's like, well, I don't, they could take US-1 or Palmetto. Mm-hmm. We don't go, people, the number of traffic count through the downtown doesn't equate to business. And I want somebody, when they get out of their car on either side of the street and they want to go to the other side of the street, have to take their life in their hands to cross that street. Yeah, people do drive much faster than you would expect in that area. Yeah. And there's uh, St. Pete is an example um, of, I know the chamber recently went to a visit, they did a visit there, and it really jumped out at everyone that was on that trip. And that fact that here you have an extremely busy downtown with restaurants booming, and it's a two-lane street. And they had done the same thing we did and had the result that I think um, that we're after. So there's n- numerous other uh, cities that have, have had this, gone through this, and I think we just... Until we do it, we're not going to know, and uh, hopefully they'll we'll get to that sooner than later. The, the hope is that well, the proposed start is after in January, after the holiday season. So, so when when after all, because there's a lot of events going on downtown, it'd be hard to have a parade if you're yes. digging up the street. Yes. Um, but it, it will still be able to happen too. Though all those things, a bus can still go by; it can still stop, right? Yeah, I mean, there's still going to be two lanes, right? Well. I think we've all been on a street where the on a residential street where the bus stopped and you had to wait till the bus somebody got on or off the bus. Well, here's what's going to happen is after a while, if if you just were taking Beach Street because it was a faster route for you to get from A to B, then you're not going to use that anymore because it's no longer the fastest route. And what we really want are people looking for a destination, not a thoroughfare. And that's how we'll grow the downtown and make it, you know, slow people down. And it won't be very pedestrian friendly because we're so unpedestrian friendly right now. It's crazy. Yeah. And this will go from Orange all the way through to uh, Main Street, mm-hmm. like the end of Main Street Bridge, correct? It's not going into the Baloo Road area. No, no. It's, uh, I know it's Bay to Orange. I'm not quite sure what they're doing from from Bay to uh, Main Street. It's fairly Right in front there. of the Brown yeah. and Brown building. Yeah. And, and the park man, there is very wow, big. Wow, and the pictures of picture I just saw on Facebook, of all places, of that brown and brown building, what it's going to look like uh, lit up at night. Oh, my goodness. It's yeah, amazing. it's really down. tall. I walk the dog up there, and it's like, wow, it just looks like it keeps growing. I mean, I know they've sort of got where the roof is going to be, but yeah. it still looks quite large. And I'm guessing you could probably see the ocean from the top of it. Well, I know this. When I'm on Main Street and I'm, uh, I'm on A1A and I look back, I can see it. For sure, it's yeah. huge. But. And that is supposed to be done, is it 2020 or 2021? Brown, Brown the, building? The building, yeah. Uh, t- I think it's the fourth quarter of 20, so a little over oh, a year. Oh, yeah, a year they're from kicking, now. They're, yeah. They're messing around. <laughs> they're knocking that out. It's yeah. very good. But, and I'm sure the folks who are working for them in, in the other building are looking forward to moving to the new digs. It's always nice are. to get a new office. 
They are, and then of course they're bringing in a whole lot more people. Yeah, a lot of people are staying. I understand they're staying in the Brown and Brown building on Ridgewood, and they're adding seven hundred more jobs. Wow, pretty crazy. So that's exciting. Oh, one other thing that's coming up, and it's actually a week away, but you can still get your tickets. The uh, Port Orange South Daytona Rotary Casino Night is November the sixteenth, and that uh, that group really raises a lot of funds for community partnership for children. They have a Christmas fund. They help over seven hundred foster kids. So if you like to nice. play a little craps or maybe some poker with some fun chips. Yeah, be like me. Lose your money to a good cause. Yeah, not just why to, not? You know, you know, they, always, they always put out on a, on, a, on a good time there. Yes. And I know you like going to the bank and blues. You know I the Nighthawks are performing on Saturday night. Nighthawks have been around forever. Yeah. Great blues band. They're still out. And they will be uh, Wait, on performing the Saturday, the Saturday? on the 9th. Yeah. So I have to tell you, I'm, uh, I'm, my brother lives in St. Augustine, and my birthday is uh, relatively soon, and he's uh, taking me to go see the Rock On Tours. It's oh, St. Augustine, Margot nice. Price opening. I'm very nice. excited. Well, happy birthday in well, advance. <laughs> I won't ask you which number it is. Yeah, well, it's, it's not, not polite, there. right? I've heard. Yes. <laughs> it's not pretty either. <laughs> Well, we've had so a lot a of great number. events, and this is yes. our ninth episode, so stay tuned. Next week, we'll be going into episode 10 and more to talk about with the all the activities going on downtown. Yep. I'm ready for Sweet Saturday. Sweet Saturdays. Come on on up. And uh, Lisa, we look forward to hearing more about uh, VegFest. I think you got to plan your next one. See, that's what happens when something goes good. You got in there. They, they want another. They, yeah. they want more. So. Yeah, well, the one one thing that I we may be doing, I'm, I haven't gotten the approval yet or the okay, but um, there is a group that distributes different types of films that usually have a sustainable or environmentally friendly or a, a documentary style focus, mm-hmm. and one of them is called the Pollinators, and it is about Pollinators. bees. As you know, they're they've been mm-hmm. facing some health issues. We need bees to pollinate to grow. Fruits, vegetables, a lot of products, right? And also bats or other pollinators. So this is about the pollinators, and it's yeah. called. It's a documentary that I'm hoping to have at the Port Orange Regal Theater on December the 9th. It's a Monday night. I haven't gotten the okay yet, but that's okay. something that Volusia Vegans will be presenting Very cool. for you to do it. So we're looking for more of those things. All right. Well, um, everybody enjoy it. If you- if you can't find something to do this weekend, don't blame it on us. But uh, we appreciate you listening, and uh, if you'll... Please tell all your friends and neighbors and show them how to use a podcast. Tell them how to get off. That's what I run up against. Yeah. People still getting through the learning curve. But I got to tell you, it's um, I spend a good part of, of my driving and walking. I try to walk every day. And, of course, I end up driving every day and listen to all kinds of podcasts. Just a great uh, yeah, great way to, to take in information and whatever you're know whatever your passions are whatever you want to learn more about so please like us and share our uh, share this podcast with people and give as many stars as you can and then add one more so, for good measure for good measure and on our on our social media give us any hints of any ideas or yes. suggestions of events you have coming up that That's we can right. we can talk about we'd love to do that so lisa thanks so much we'll talk to you again next week here in the daytona scene podcast Oh, 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 oh,